Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the CRE Power Hour. I'm excited today, not because Lisa Marie, my co-host, is not here, but she is in Greece for all goodness sakes, right? But we've got a powerhouse commercial uh, expert, and I'm going to call you an expert because you've had a long career in this, Wanda. Wanda Riley with Cushman and Wakefield, and you've been on the operations side of commercial, right? I have. I started in operations uh, about 23 years ago and uh, moved into a market leadership role uh, about uh, seven or eight years ago. So I want to dive in deep. First off, how did you find your way to commercial real estate? Uh, it was uh, unintentional. I came <laughs> um, from an advertising background. Um, and when I was looking to make a, a move, I, I actually was... Um, focusing on the legal sector uh, and I found Cushman and Wakefield and I uh, just assumed it was another law firm uh, and so when I got here to meet with everybody I'm like these these folks are not talking about the legal industry um, so but anyway it all clearly worked itself out uh, and I, I've loved the industry you know since day one that's awesome. And, you know, and I like the fact that one, you're in leadership and two, you're female, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, in commercial real estate, as we know, we love our men, obviously, but, you know, it's not as often as, you know, as it, as, you know, it has been, you know, to have the female leadership roles. And so that's impressive that you've been able to do that. You've got about a thousand uh, licensees in your market, right? Uh, we have, yeah, we have about uh, a thousand employees that fall under my umbrella here in Florida. Um, and that's, you know, from our client, all of our client facing professionals to, you know, back of house uh, support type of roles as well. Awesome. So how involved have you been over the years at successes for the licensees for the commercial brokers that you all take in? Right, right, right. So uh, my, you know, most important role is um, the strategic direction of our firm here in Florida for our clients and to drive market share and revenue um, for for our stakeholders. So my my role is really um, to develop that strategy, to execute on that strategy, and that can mean, you know, that can include. Um, recruitment, uh, so identifying where our gaps are in our talent and our coverage, and then um, being focused on you know recruiting that talent to the firm. Um, it's also with uh, client pursuits and client relationships, so I'm very involved um, in those aspects as well. Uh, down to you know platform type of, of issues with supporting our revenue um, producers and, and client facing folks. So um, I touch every piece uh, of the business. Of the brokerage. That's awesome. So let's talk about, you know, you've been in the business for, my goodness, you've seen, like me, I've been in 24 years. So we've seen <laughs> quite a few shifts in the market, in the economy, in all different, you know, aspects of it. So right. let's go back from, you know, this first, uh, you know, we can go back to 08 and what we learned in 08 and now what we can use to apply with whatever it is we're going through now. I don't know if we even know what we're going through just yet. Right, right, right. Well, yeah, I think the hardest uh, market to to operate in or be successful in is that uncertainty. 
Yes. And, and certainly right now on the front end, you know, there's just too much uncertainty out there. And what that does is it, it just paralyzes people from wanting to make a decision. And a lot of times in, in brokerage in our world, we just need a decision that can mean um, you're growing. It can mean you're um, decreasing your space. It can mean you're buying something. You need to sell something. You know, all that makes, um, you know, our world um, drive forward and revenue and income opportunities. So um, really this market, um, you know, it's, it's, it's choppy. It's frustrating. Um, it's challenging, but the more that you can educate yourself on the market and, pro you know, really provide that advice, the advisory piece of the business is just critical right now. And, and to show up and be there, um, for your, for your clients, um, it, it'll take a, a, a while for this to sort out. Um, it, it's, I, I listen to so much of the news and read and, you know, like we're not in a recession. Well, real estate is in, in a recession. Like we have been for a while. It might not be the, the larger economy, but we are certainly um, in a recession and um, it, it will take a, a while to, to, to get out of that. But it creates a lot of opportunity. This is when you work the hardest, um, you work the smartest and you build those relationships because we know after coming out of the GFC, when things take off, I mean, it's it's a wild ride. It's a fun ride. It's a lucrative ride. So, you know, do um, build those relationships now for, for certain. And well, and I think people, too, are looking. This is the there's so many opportunities, as you stated, and this is the opportunity for whether you're new to the business or you've been established into the business, that building those relationships are the most important because people rely on people. If right. we listen to everything in the news, we, like you stated, we'd all be paralyzed. Nobody would yeah. be making any type of moves, decisions, right. nothing. Everything would just stop, you know, yeah. and, and we can't just stop. We've got to keep running on that treadmill. And right. I think, you know, right now, with agents that I mentor that are newer into the business or, or maybe they've made that pivotal switch into commercial or, or business or, or what have you, you know, I'm, I'm advising them to go back to the old school way, the old school way of stop texting people. They need to hear your voice, pick up the phone and dial for dollars because yeah. those phone calls and them hearing you, um, right that's what's important right now. People want to hear opinions. And that's right. I mean, it, so, I mean, I'm sure you all are teaching yours to do the exact same. Yeah. Uh, now's the time to show up. Yes. Uh, and and it, it's a, it's a, um, it's a challenging time too, because I think, you know, through COVID, especially for women, it gave us more um, options on flex flexibility. Um, and, and I'm a believer in, you know, uh, balancing, I, I try not to use balance. I don't think personal work life ever in balance. They need to be in harmony and, and that's, you know, different times, uh, different sides, uh, need more of you. Uh, but, but the flex, I would caution, um, people entering the business, um, to not, um, take this flexibility as like, oh, now I'm, you know, I'm not showing up. You have to show up. Um, so take it for, you know, you can have the, 
the flexibility so that you can have more harmony in your life between your personal and professional, but do not lose sight of the importance of showing up and being present, especially if you're new in this industry, just being in that office environment and you're, you're picking up on conversations, uh, you're listening in, that transfer of knowledge, um, that sporadic, hey, I have an idea. Oh, you're right here, Stephanie. Let me tell you that versus, you know, people don't, oh, you know, so-and-so's at home. I'm going to call them. Then I miss the call. Then you're playing phone tag. And, you know, why did I even call you or forget about it? I gave the idea to somebody else. So you got to show up. You do. You got to show up. And even if, you know, we'll, we'll take tenant rep, for example, you know, both, both of us have, have been in that space. And, you know, I tell my, my, my um, brokers that are, are a little bit hesitant right now, they're not sure they have this uncertainty. Are they going to make it or are they not going to make it? I'm like, right. well, I need you to go visit whether it's retail centers or office buildings and just walk in and ask the question, are you happy in this space? When's your lease coming up? Have conversations with people. And so these three guys, I love them to death. They're in their early 20s. They've spent time this week and that's exactly what they've been doing. And the reaction that they're getting from these tenants is nobody's ever asked us this question at all. Thank you so much. It's almost right. like they walked in with their capes on like they're superheroes or something just because they're having the conversation. Nobody's reaching out. Nobody's having that conversation. And that's so right. there's, there's so many ways. I think a lot of times, you know, Commercial real estate is very different than, you know, residential or selling a house or what have you, but it's not that hard either. Some of the most simple tasks mm -hmm. will make right. you successful. That's right. Yeah. Go back. Um, I, I agree 100 percent with you. Go back to old school, um, you know, talk to people like this is how I did it when I got in business. And you might sit there and go like, well, that's antiquated. I have all this tech, <laughs> right? Just the tech's not going anywhere. You can still utilize still it. Still do it, yeah. Go buy, go, um, go buy donuts and, and deliver them somewhere. Go walk the space, like you said. Um, go, um, you know, if you're an industrial, you know, walk through the small bay doors. Knock on, you know, is this, is this still meeting your needs? Um, I've got a property across the street. I mean, all that um, original, you know, ways that everybody did it, it's more relevant now than than ever, I think. Yeah. It, it makes you stand out. Go, you know, write a card, a handwritten card, not an, send an email or a text. Just, That's right. Uh, find the ways, you know, send something instead of an email, send it in the mail. Nobody, you yeah. get a piece of mail now. You're like, wow, who sent me mail? You actually <laughs> need these things, right? So It's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's it's not hard. And, you know, for a lot of people, I always say, you know, when the 08 happened and 9 and 10 and 11, I mean, I focused a ton on asset liquidations at the yes. bank level because, yeah. you know, they were at that point where, OK, they're not going to renew a note. They're going to call the note. Right. And so they're looking for somebody that can that can sell that. Well, right now, you know, with the access we have for all the tech gurus that, that are mm -hmm. listening, we utilize data every single day. It's how we right. drum up a lot of our listings, but to look and find those loans that are coming due because it's going to pencil a whole lot different when that rate adjusts. Um, That's right. And we're doing a lot of hotel sales right now based on just that aspect, mm -hmm. because when they go back to the bank and have that conversation, 
they know the rate's going to go maybe to 9%. But what they're getting hit with is, is the bank's looking for them to have a lot more equity now. Mm-hmm. And they don't have enough of the cash on hand because of COVID That's to right. be able to, to come up to that 50% mark. Yeah. And so they are having to sell and there's a lot of buyers, you know, there's a lot of cash, there's a lot of cash out there and they're ready to buy. We just have to be in the business of finding and creating enough listing opportunities for all these buyers to buy. Yeah, um, we are seeing the exact same thing. We have a lot of um, strategy in place to address um, distressed assets. Uh, and and you're, you're correct. You're going to see it in all um, levels of property, all different property types um, and property valuations. And um, people, when those notes are due, the, the banks are going to say like, well, you know, I'm only going to finance three, five, 50 or 60 percent. You're going to have to put this equity in and they don't have it. There's going to be a lot of pain coming through this. And to your, I, I echo your point on there's plenty of equity on the sidelines um, and they're just, you know, they're opportunistic and this is going to provide them those opportunities to jump in the game. Uh, and make those those buys. Uh, there will be a lot of activity, and so that's where um, I try to really stress to to folks entering. I mean, even in a down market, there's plenty of ways uh, to make money, and there's plenty of opportunities. You just you have to be nimble. Back to flexibility, um, smart, and, and outwork the ones next to you because the 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 people sitting next to you and they're just sticking with the same old program that they've done. I mean, good. Don't tell. Like, great. Keep on doing that, right? It's so true. It's so true. I love that you said that because, you know, when I got into the business, you know, 24 years ago, an an old guy, I'll never forget this. He calls me on the phone and he's a broker. He'd been in the business, you know, probably 40 years. And he goes, you're taking my clients. And I go, I'm not taking anything. I just happened to answer my phone. Like it was that simple <laughs> to just answer my phone. And like, yeah. I didn't know as much as he did, but I was there. Right. I was there right. to react and respond mm-hmm. to these people because yeah. they wanted somebody to talk to. They were looking for right. opinions, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it, it's we're, we're not solving world peace or curing cancer. <laughs> do what you say you're going to do and show up. I mean, these are basic fundamentals, but they make a difference. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So you've been in Florida forever, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm a Floridian, uh, a native. Uh, so there's not many of, of us here. Uh mostly uh, a lot of transplants um, down to Florida, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm one of the few. So <laughs> it's how, been great. You know, how, how's Florida, you know, how is its market? I know on the housing side of things, I just saw in the news this morning that people are still fighting over homes and there's not enough inventory and this and that. What's the commercial looking like? I know multifamily is a big, you know, sure. I mean, it's a hit. It always will be, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Multi, um, well, in general, Florida, um, we are, are just blessed and happy to be here. Um, you know, in a big company like Cushman Wakefield, we've got offices and teams everywhere around the globe. And so when I talk to some of my peers in other markets, um, 
the Northwest, Northern California, Seattle, Chicago, you know, the New York tri-state region. Uh, it, it's depressing. It, it's hard. Um, and so Florida and Texas and, you know, really the Sun Belt in general, um, we're all benefiting from that uh, migration, that population move uh, to the Sunbelt states. And uh, Florida, we're, we're capturing probably more than our fair share. Uh, so we're loving it. Um, I, I So here in Cushman, uh, we, we have um, offices in seven markets. And I love when I'm down in Miami because it's it's got to be the hottest, sexiest market in the entire nation, and you would not even um, you know sneeze or blink at the thought of a recession. It's just not there for sure. So so that part's um, fun. Um, we still you know on the capital market side of the business, like we were just talking about, it's you know, with the debt markets and the seller and buyer, you know, um, price expectations so far apart. I mean, we are struggling and our capital markets um, are down in those those sectors as well. Multifamily, um, you know, that's, that's a hard one right now. And in the big, large, you know, class A, you know, type of properties. So um, I think, you know, multi, the, it will figure itself out. It's not a, um, a population or occupancy issue. It's not overbuilt. Uh, we still have a shortage in housing in Florida. Uh, it's really the the debt markets. Um, property insurance in Florida is really um, creating headwinds and challenges for us right now, and that's very uh, prevalent in multifamily. And not to put you on the spot, because this may not be an area that you have focus in, but like Fort Myers with Ian, Hurricane Ian mm -hmm. that came through. And, you know, my parents live in Fort Myers. I hadn't told right. you that before, but they live there. And, yeah. you know, just that whole thing has been wiped out. What do you think is going to happen going back? I mean, do you think that those houses are going to be plopped back up? Do you think we're going to see more, you know, commercial development? I mean, what are your thoughts there? Or do they even talk about it? Yeah, um, they they will rebuild. Um, you know, there will be um, probably different things um, standing on some of those properties. Uh, but the rebuild is already started. It's in progress. It's just a funny anecdote. I, um, a friend of mine is getting married over right off of uh, Fort Myers on the coast there. And I'm making the, I'm calling the hotel and making the reservation. And, and she's like, well, you know, there's only us and one other place that have reopened. I'm, and it was like, it just hit me. I'm like, wait, wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, so it's still very real and they still have a long way to go on the rebuild. Um, but you know, those, um, that property is just, you know, really valuable, prized, um, wanted type of property on, you know, with those water, um, locations. So, uh, that they'll, they'll rebuild. Um, there's still a lot of insurance claims out there, um, yeah. having to be dealt with. So I know the state is very focused on the insurance industry right now. Um, we, we need some solutions. Um, it definitely, um, is hurting the overall health of the, the Florida economy. Yeah. And just prolonging everything, you know, yeah. in, in, in years yeah. past, it was 
like a year later, it all seemed to be back in, in normal process. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And now we're coming up on a year and there's people still sitting that they, it happened. So, right. Right. And then I know Sanibel's dealing with that too, because, you know, it's hard to get the businesses or the people back over to those small businesses on the island to even, right. you know, take part in everything. So, yeah, it's, 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 it's definitely an interesting time. And, you know, you made mention of, you know, speaking to Cushwick uh, across the, the country in the Northeast. And, you know, there are people struggling. I mean, you know, I, what do you, your office market in Florida, are, are you all seeing any issues there or is it on a downturn like it is everywhere else? Um, so it, it's a little bit of, you know, two tails of, of one state. Uh, so like, like I was referencing uh, in Miami-Dade, um, huge, huge headquarter deals, relocations. Um, it is uh, just been an overperforming market and still is. Um, as you get to the center of the state or, or further north, um, it's a it's a softer market, but it's not a horrible market. You, you know, it's especially um, I when I think of industrial. I know you're asking office. I'll just do yeah. a quick switch. So industrial, you know, you hear the headlines out there too, like oh, it's slowing, it's softening. Well, it is. Um, but I think you have to put it in perspective in industrial, instead of them having, you know, year over year, 20% growth plus in, in rental rates and absorption in they're, they're back to like, you know, five to 8%. That's a very healthy market. So yeah. it's kind of like we're coming off that high and it, right. it, but let's reframe that. Like, this is a good, strong market still. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not the dead. magic that happened for three years straight was magic. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. should set the precedence for how yeah. we grade going forward. Exactly. So um, there's a little bit of office there too. Now office wasn't um, outside of South Florida. wasn't having the the uh, rental rate um, you know growth at the same levels. Um, but it it's it's. I would say in the central and North Florida markets, they've had more sublease come back on the market, uh, but that's that's slowly getting um, absorbed. So we've been talking um, lately this this concept of, of shadow space where I don't think the hybrid um, has really worked itself out or it hasn't shown itself because you can have space that looks like it's fully leased rents being paid, all of that. But these companies, are, are they really using their space and utilizing their space? And so um, they're, yes, they're, they're holding it, uh, they're paying rent, all of that. But what happens in a couple of years when that uh, lease needs to renew uh, and nobody's been using that office? Like there's so much um, absorption of people back to the office that would need to happen to really fill up these buildings again. So it's, um, you have to really uh, peel back the onion, I think, when you're looking at an office building, you know, because on paper and on the books, it might look like it's 90% occupied and everybody's paying rent. And so, yeah, that building's full, everybody's back, but they're probably not really back back physically right and so right. when they renew um are they going to 
totally have that space go dark, move out. They're going to give back some of it, or are they really going to hire uh, new people or get folks, you know, back to the office to um, utilize the space the way it should be? So I, I think office has a, a, a few more years to really work itself out. We were talking the other day, you know, back um, 10 years ago, you know, retail was dead, right? Everybody oh, was yeah. like, retail's dead, you know, it's just horrible. Well, retail's doing great right now. Yes. Um, so I think office ha is going to go through kind of a, a process, um, a, a discovery period and a um, new, you know, per what's what's the purpose of office um, phase to for several more years. I think so too. And I mean, you know, even in my market, which is Louisville, Kentucky, where I live, you know, the downtown Louisville, a lot of vacancies, a lot, a lot of vacancies, a lot of yeah. large, you know, you know, empty floors of these high rise yeah. buildings, but suburban office is huge. Right. I mean, you right. can't even find, there's not enough inventory for the suburban mm -hmm. office market. So I yeah. think it, you know, it just really depends on, on that specialty. Looking across the board, whether it's, you know, in, in the, the thousand employees that you have under your umbrella, who, what, what product class or what asset class is doing the best right now? that you just see um, off the charts. Yeah, so office is doing office leasing, um, industrial leasing, uh, re retail, both uh, leasing and uh, investment sales, and then um, hospitality investment sales and uh, industrial sales. So the, the ones that are struggling um, more would be multifamily sales, off office sales are <laughs> yeah. not not happening right now. Uh, they're few and far between. Um, self storage, it, they're they're gaining momentum back, um, so I think they'll they'll recover here, you know, sooner Gosh, than later. Through COVID, all I heard was self storage, self storage, self storage, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, well, I, you know, it's not it's not one that I specialize in, but uh, yes. I know plenty of people who do, and I'm just like, right. what in the world? I mean, yeah, a United States of storage container. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's crazy. We we um. We got into self-storage um, pre-COVID, and so you know, there's a little bit of um, when we when we did, it was very strategic to diversify our business because there's uh, self-storage is the recession-proof, right? People don't want to give up their junk, but they have to downsize their maybe their their home. So. Um, Self-storage has just been a wild ride for us, but uh, it's, um, you know, when when we talk to clients, you know, institutional clients, they're all saying it's about um, the different asset classes than, than the core, the, the office industrial. They're all looking into hospitality, senior housing, self-storage. So the alternative um, property classes um, are a, a great, um, you know, way for, for these large investors to diversify their portfolios and to deploy some of that capital into other areas. Yeah. Well, Wanda, you being in the business as long as you have, you know, coaching, mentoring, training, you know, licensees as well, you know, do you, do you believe that, 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 commercial brokers should pick a lane and stay in it. Are you one that believes diversification is okay too? 
So I think that it needs to, um, you have to consider the market and the size of your market. Yeah. Um, if you're in, a, a, you know, a, a major city um, or market, MSA area, then I think specializing is the way uh, to go because to be competitive with your peers right. too, you really need to understand that asset class and, and study it and be the best um, that you can be in that property class. But I think in more tertiary markets that um, to achieve the income level that you might want to, then you might need to um, be a little more of a generalist and and spread your uh, your focus between a couple of different areas. I, I wouldn't try to like I could do anything. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, if, if you need to have a couple of different lanes to, to practice in, you know, try to you know, two, maybe three. Um, but, you know, if, if you're selling retail or, or retail leasing, don't try to go do self-storage. Right? right. You know, so pick a couple. Pick a couple. Exactly. No, I agree with that tremendously. All right. We talked a lot about old school ways of, of doing business today that absolutely work. And we both know that. What is something new uh, or maybe it's not new, but it's something that you all are encouraging your associates to pull into their business to grow and build anything? Uh, so uh, with a firm like ours, we're um we're just full service. We have so many different specialties and resources and experts in the company. We're really um, taking this time to encourage people to um, study, learn, participate um, with some of the other um, uh, principles around commercial real estate to just really be a student of it all. Now's a good time to do that. Um, we're also really encouraging people to kind of, if you're going to do things, do it the right way. So like for an example, we, we just completed a, a, a series. We, we hired a consultant and we did some really uh, intense LinkedIn training. So if you're going to, you know, if the social media or is part of your um, strategy and your approach to the market, then be really good at that. Kind of, right. you know, really understand how you drive, um, you know, people to, to connect with you and to, you know, look at your site, that type of thing. Um, so take now's a good time to kind of invest back in yourself. You know, for the longest time and, and you know, the, the, I don't do social media well. I do it OK. But, you know, my LinkedIn, I, I have mastered that. Uh, and do a lot of business on LinkedIn. Um, but we had a gentleman on this show who's a bang up tenant rep. I mean, he's making all kinds of money. I don't know <laughs> if you saw the episode, but I couldn't believe it. We had him on the show because I was just so enamored by him doing these TikTok videos where he wow. does tub talks about commercial real estate. And I'm like, how in the world is this driving you business? But he does it well. It's goofy, but yeah. they're remembering it. Yeah. And it's like, I just, I, I always want to ask the, it's like, okay, yeah. you're not with, you're not with a big brand, right? Right, so, right, right. So you can do that. But how yeah. do you think if you had been affiliated with a big brand, he goes, I don't think they'd let me do it. <laughs> Probably not. 
<laughs> Chances are. <laughs> but I love it. You know, like be unique. Um, de uh, develop your own brand. Yes, and, brand is, and, is yeah. huge. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Well, awesome. Wanda, any last words of wisdom or advice for anybody watching the show today? Oh, you know, hang in there. Um, this These type of markets really do um, trim out, thin out the herd as far as the week. Um, so work um, harder and smarter than, than the next person and you'll be just fine. There, there are opportunities. Um, so, you know, put on a different pair of lenses when you're looking at the market and clients and opportunities because they're there. Um, and if you're creative and you're bringing solid advice to your clients, um, you're going to get business. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and, and go back to basics, pound the yeah. pavement, walk in, shake people's hand and ask how you can help them. It's as That's simple right. as that. System right. that. Well, Wanda, thank you so much for yes, all the leadership you've provided to this industry. Thank you for being a powerhouse woman. And thanks for spending, you know, 30 minutes of your time with us today. We greatly appreciate it. All right. I enjoyed it. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you. Have a good one. Okay. Bye, all. Bye -bye.